Thank you, love, and welcome to Medicine Caller Podcast. I want to invite you another layer deeper into the temple. We have a Patreon, and I would love for you to check it out. There are layers of support and nourishment for people calling medicine and for people restoring the temple, people healing together. I would love for you to come support this podcast and be supported in even more ways. To all my Patreon members, thank you. We are in this together. I appreciate you. I'm grateful. We'll talk soon. Consider yourself invited. Check it out, and I invite you to join. Let's get on with the show. Intimate, wise, and healing conversations with the people who are carrying us through this time of true transformation and complete rebirth. Welcome to Medicine Caller, where visionaries share the real, the raw, the good, and the holy. I am your host, Sophia Wise One. Let's journey. Welcome to Medicine Caller. So, where, oh, where do I start? I think I'll start with just some logistics up front. Medicine Caller is now, it has always been its own show, but it's really its own show now. I have relaunched Vagina Talks as its own show, as well as emerging into the world with two additional podcasts that have been inside me. One is I Love My Life podcast where I bring experts for each of the teachings of the I Love My Life card game, uh, an academy. So each of the teachings, I bring someone in who talks about the principles of each of those teachings. And I'm very excited to announce that I am releasing a show called Temple Erotica stories of sacred sexuality. So just that's all been brewing inside me. And uh, meanwhile, this collective seems to have really shown up to the process of rebirthing ourselves. So I just want to say right off the bat here together. Uh, Black Lives Matter. They have mattered. They do matter. And the fact that they have been exploited systematically and that all of us have been enculturated in anti-blackness and the complete domination and erasure and just a horrible miseducation of our fellow humanity is uh is really real so i come from a intersectional feminist uh 
understanding as best I can, always growing that understanding. And it's really important here kind of to just say this. I'm going to talk today specifically about the, the piece and the element that medicine callers, specifically trained and initiated medicine callers, have to contribute to this this part and this landscape, which is a very different piece than uh, someone who's just kind of waking up or reckoning with the disconnection between what we've been told and the truth about what we've been told. So I just want to say that uh, that that there's an ass- there's an assumption there's an assumption of 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 not assumption. I am telling you that I'm going to make a jump here and get into a landscape that is based in the understanding that personally I am responsible to continuously uncover the ways in which I have perpetuated, uh, been blind to, or were unconsciously consciously participating in the oppression and the exploitation of people through my own actions or through my complicit behavior with actions so that's that's just basic like welcome to medicine color that's basic that we that's that's part of of what we need to be doing here because anti-blackness and institutional racism, these are tools, these are keystones, these are essential tools that have been used for the past 450, to give or take, depending on where you kind of start on your story here, major tools to maintain systems of power that require the domination of other people and the exploitation and the murdering and the genocide and the erasure of culture. Yeah. Okay. So, base. Okay? Base. For many of us, as medicine callers, as as intuitive beings who incarnated on this planet on a spiritual mission to be here, to wake up the planet to its creation of suffering so that we may be birthing and evolving a paradigm and an existence and a manifested world that is peacemaking, whole, healing, restorative, kind, loving. That's why we came here. That's why I came here. I came here to have a great time. I came here to birth a great time for all people. For those of us who are sensitive and attuned to that, for many of us, what's happening now is it's it's so it's all so fucked up, and yet to have other people recognizing how fucked up it is has this element of relief. It's like, well, thanks, because for a lot of us, we were told. When we said, this is not okay, on an intuitive level, on whatever level, when we were kids, 
when we were suicidal, when we found more and more information and said, the state of the world is destroying me. What we're doing to the water destroys me. What we're doing to children, what we're doing to black people, what we're doing to indigenous people, what we're doing, you know, whatever it was at any point, whether it was when you were a child or when you were a teenager, when you're in your 20s, you know, or for many of us in these waves or just like this sensitivity in our own being of just like it just something is not right you know I remember I mean I mental I had a mental health crisis I, I dropped out of college I, I left because my whole system was just screaming and it was screaming because I was in I just remember I just remember standing there with my father in the kitchen and just being like, don't you see how we're destroying each other and the planet and it's not okay? And bless my father. He said, that's what we thought in the 70s. That's what we said in the 70s. And I said, you were right. It ha- You were right then that it's not over, you know, and that's exactly what's happening right now. It's like that notion. There's so many people, so many people that if they had the opportunity to in the 70s and in the 80s, you know, and oh, bless them. A lot of those people are our parents that said I could find a way to get by without being panicked by it all and create create an environment to take take care of my kids to save my sanity or to stabilize or I feel like I'm really wandering now but I just want to give voice to those of us that have felt so crazy because the world was crazy and people around me around us around you were like oh you don't need to be that upset and now I feel like I'm being surrounded by the echoes of (laughs) millions of people being like this is very upsetting and I know if you're listening if you're a medicine caller it has been upsetting you for a long time a long time and so and right it's like medicine callers of all ethnicities and races and backgrounds have had that inherent understanding, that inherent connection, that inherent knowing that like someone else's suffering means my suffering. They're not separate. I cannot be just totally okay with the injustice or the hurt of someone across from me. In fact, I have to figure out how do I navigate some semblance of sanity with how not okay that is while still finding my way through so that I can be productive and not just losing my mind entirely. I mean, that's, that's largely what medicine callers have to figure out how to do is like how to not get so overwhelmed by the devastation of the normalcy culture so that you can contribute something. And so to have so many people be so angry and upset and heartbroken and confused is like, yes. And this is where it comes to, this is, this is where it comes to this place. As medicine callers, we walk a path that has and have studied, if you've studied, and if you're just kind of coming to this now, I'm telling you this is the path of of walking as a medicine caller, is what you study is change. When you are navigating healing, you're navigating change. When we pray for healing, we pray for change. We pray for a shift. We pray for a difference. We ask for a difference. And so we have this 
ability and this practice and the skills of changing our mind, changing our body, changing the landscape of our life for the expression of our soul. And before, this was often something that was overlooked and undervalued because hashtag white supremacist, hetero, patriarchal, colonial mindset had to erase as best it could, did its best to silence and subjugate and make crazy the people who said, actually change, real progress, change, 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 shift something different. I need something different. I I know this is not the thing. So medicine practices, healing practices are about supporting change. A lot of people have spent their life doing their best to not change their mind. Not consciously, but if you talk to a lot of people who don't really pursue consciousness or development as a, as a way of being, that what they focused on is um, kind of stabilizing and getting through and, and pursuing this. Well, if I do all these check boxes, then I'm going to get, and then I'll get here and then I'll be happy. And then this is the fallacy of the American dream that A, anybody can have it when the whole system is designed to make sure that only a slight handful of people get it and everyone else just thinks that they can get it enough to pursue it. So in that system, self-reflection is not highly favored. And in the system of consciousness and medicine calling, which requires deep listening, deep attunement, deep remembering, and deep listening and attunement and remembering and creation with not just the five senses, but the many senses beyond that. The listening to our ancestors, the being in relationship and communication with plants and the earth and the elements as real relationships, right? This is fundamental. Whatever your lineage is, that there's there's an element of maybe not all of these things. I don't know. I don't know all the lineages of, of healing and medicine, but I know that for the most part, across the board, you're going to find this piece of, yes, this like kind of material world, and then there's the other world, and it's listening to your own interior materi- material world and your own internal world as well as the material world, how it reflects back to us because it's real and beautiful and precious, and how the beyond what we see reflects back to us, okay? So I don't know if I'm making my point here. So what I'm saying is we have a responsibility because we have a skill set that's needed right now. That's what, in case I didn't make that clear, that's where I was going with this. We have a responsibility because we have a skill set that is needed right now. We know how to change our minds. We know how to let our minds and bodies change. The landscape of our life shift to make space for a more whole and more true landscape. 
That is a skill in and of itself, surrendering and all of the things that we, surrendering and participating, right? To become aware, but then to apply that awareness into action. That's embodiment. It's consciousness. It's evolution. It's healing. If we just become aware of something, aware of a behavior is not the same as changed behavior, okay? And if you are listening to the show, I believe that you are someone who either wants to because you have always wanted to and you've been too afraid or too hurt or in your trauma to follow what you knew to be true or you've been walking with me you've been we're crew we've been walking we've been doing this and I just this this show right this show is the show where I'm talking to you I'm talking to you you know how to do it you confront the parts of you that were in the amnesia that we're in the delusion, that we're in the misunderstanding or convoluted or manipulated understanding to go to look at that, to crack that open, to let it crack whatever part of you was attached to that lie, knowing that the part that's real will heal and the lie will dissolve. Okay, there are a lot of people right now who are going through this initiation. A lot of people went through this initiation. We were talking about this, you know, during during the kind of initial months of the onset COVID times here in the U.S. of people just like never having sit at home with themselves before, like brand new of just being like, okay, I'm going to spend hours by myself or hours with the same people. And I don't usually have to do that, you know, and that. There's, it's a skill to sit with yourself, to hear your own thoughts and A, not believe them and to reflect on them and C, make a new decision or make a, choose a different action rather than the impulse that rises in you. And now more than ever, it is important for you to tend to your own well-being because you Okay, we, those of us who are, have already committed and spent our decades vowing to be a vibrational presence, a presence, that our very presence is the most powerful medicine that we can offer. And we use modality, we use skill, we use knowledge, we use information as a way to amplify, to support, or to bring ourselves back into center or to bring ourselves back into resonance and truth right? This understanding that you, and maybe, maybe you haven't heard this before and I'm saying it to you right now, and maybe you've heard it a million times that I'm saying to you right now, your presence is the most powerful medicinal thing you have to offer to this planet. Your presence, your presence in your physical body, in your auric body, in all of your bodies, in your mental awareness, in your, mm, ability to travel between the dimensions that you travel between. And many of us travel between similar dimensions and some of us travel to dimensions that other people don't travel to. So whatever dimensions that you travel between, that's your, that's your territory. Okay. That's your territory. And just like if you have a neighborhood or you're homesteading or you are invested in the well-being of a community, when you walk 
through those places and that landscape, you listen, you tend, you make offerings. If you don't do those things, you can start doing that now. You can start making offerings now. I am, those who walk with me know that I will drop an offering on a corner of Philadelphia. Now, I do that and I drew that offering. What do I do? Maybe I light a little incense. Maybe I drop just a tiniest pinch of salt. Maybe I sing a song. Maybe I place my hand on a plant. Maybe I stop and breathe. Maybe I offer money to something. Okay? There are so many ways that when you become conscious, you can take action to make offering to honor the dimension that you're walking in. And so I'm saying, yes, you walk with intentionality and impact in the dimensions that you walk in. And what I'm saying is you a medicine caller, which means you walk in multiple dimensions, which means that you have an opportunity and I'm really using the word responsibility right now. So I just want to say like, maybe you already feel that right now. And I just want to say like, I'm just talking, I'm just, Sophia, you listening? There's like a responsibility to navigate with respect to the many dimensions that you move between. So as I take that in right now, what I want to share with you is that I've had my own personal struggle with someone who spent so many years um, choosing to uh, to show up. Not, um, I was never. I don't want to say never. I was. I was never like like a like an organizer of of social justice movement things. But I often throughout my years. I showed up when when the call came, which is kind of always coming. Um, but there are many times in my life, many chapters in my life where I I I showed up, marched in the streets, have, and I imagine I will. And right now, I've been having this experience of navigating where I'm being asked to show up and march, and just doing my best to navigate one this piece of we got to keep ourselves in our clearest channel and recognizing that I have been in this kind of longer chapter of birthing this, that we're birthing right now, that this is not new for me. And I know if you, you, my medicine caller babies, I know you're with me. Like, again, this is the, this is the, this is, we're having an intimate conversation. This is not the conversation that I want to have with everyone because some people will not understand what I'm talking about, but you understand what I'm talking about. You took vows. You wept your face off. You asked God, you asked the universe, you made offerings, you lit candles, you chanted, you said, how do I help? And you asked that question six years ago. You asked that question 10 years ago. You asked that question 20 years ago. You said, what's my part? How do I make this world safe for everybody that is walking down a street or down a forested path? What's my part? How do I protect those trees? How do I protect those people? What's my part? You made that choice a long time ago. And so now a bunch of people are going, you have to stand up and you have to take action. And the truth is, I, I agree. We do. And all of us have a chance and an opportunity all the time to look again and to ask again, what's my part? That's, that's, that's a constant part of being a medicine caller. In fact, that's kind of our life vow. <laughs> I mean, vow or not vow. Maybe you don't resonate with that. But that's, that's the choice I already made. I mean, I ask that question from the depth of my being multiple times a day. Is this where I need to be doing? Am I showing up the way that I need to be showing up? You know? 
And at times that's really joyful and it feels really freeing. And at other times it's terrifying and it's hard because the message that I get is amazing amounts of uncomfortable conversations and clear gaps in my education or my understanding that I'm called to do something and I don't know how to do it and I don't understand. I don't understand the information. I'm giving given an insight or an understanding of a piece, but I need to learn so much more. Your ability to look at yourself in the mirror, see the things that you've done that you want to do better, choose to love yourself, and then show up to co-create a world that you want. You are incredible. And so right now, as the world is calling and begging and people are, are asking for people to show up for the long game, I want to take a moment to honor you and your soul's multiple life commitment long game. I want to thank you for that. And if there's a part of you that is a little relieved because it feels like sanity in the midst of insanity, right? I just want to say I get it. I understand it. It's not because we like what's happening. It's because it's been happening and we felt crazy feeling like nobody else gave a shit when we have been asking, how do I do my part to shift it? And the beautiful thing is that when the tides change, when the landscape changes, the landscape changes, which means there are things that I did four years ago. Okay, great. And there are things that I get to do now and there are things that I get to do six months from now that are different. I get to show up. I get to cultivate myself and my consciousness to not be what it was, but to be even more, to sense more and to act more in alignment and in service. I get to listen deeper to the wisdom. And it's gorgeous right now. I'm watching all of these voices in my landscape get lifted up and they are sane and they are beautiful and they are wise and they are educated and they are decades deep of of research and understanding. I've just been having this feeling of being like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to go listen to people who have been studying economics and the brilliant impact of reparations there are people this is not a new idea this is not some like you know side note like uh, shot in the dark idea there are people who are deeply educated in the repercussions of the financial and cultural repercussions of of shifting economics in these ways and it's not confusing to me the basic this is what I know when you make amends when you take action to address injustice, it benefits everyone, always, on all levels of reality. That's just true. And so I'm sitting here going like, yeah, I'm going to learn. I got to learn more about that. I always, from the first time I heard it, I was like, that makes sense to me, <laughs> right? But now I have this moment of being like, oh, great. I get to be someone who knows more about that, right? And in that, I get to be someone who's like, you know, supports or shares that information in ways that are, that are right for me. There's another piece that I wanted to share with you all. Our import of the ability, the skills, 
holding space. We didn't talk about that. If there are people in your life who are really uh, blindsided by the new information and the implication it has on them, one of the biggest things that can keep people in the process for the long game is skills. right? If you don't know how to breathe and regulate your nervous system, if you don't know how to put your hands on your own body in a loving way, if you don't know how to um, nourish yourself with food or with good company or good conversation or with art, then when you get bombarded by uh, grief and heartbreaking and devastating information, the system can't sustain it, shuts down. And that's wisdom. What's it supposed, if it doesn't have a way of digesting it, then the only system that it has is the system that it has, which is numbing. And so it's incredibly important right now that we share those gifts and each of us has a way that we do that. And I want to just remind you coming back to this core place of for those of us who share those gifts, some of us are going to be shared to com- and compelled to teach in formal settings. Some of us are going to be inspired to share in informal settings. Some of us are going to be compelled to go get more training and feel more confident in our ability of sharing it, doing it ourselves and going, oh, I really want to share this. And the other thing that I want to say is when you do it, when you regulate your nervous system and then you put your nervous system near someone else's nervous system, you're helping. You don't even have to teach someone else breathing techniques to stabilize them if you use those breathing techniques when you're sitting next to someone who's upset. Yes, teaching it to them can be highly effective. And just actually regulating and stabilizing your own self will have huge ripple effects. It will have ripple effects to those who are in proximity to you, those who are in communication with you over a phone or uh, over the internet. And that when you remember that and you bring in the intention that you're going to offer that, You can offer that through time and space. Time and space is super bendy, kind of doesn't really exist, but it kind of does. So, hey, let's play with it, right? So you can make the choice to extend that presence over any amount of distance. And when you extend your stabilizing presence, people's systems will entrain to it. But that's only true, and that's the most true, and that's the most true when we are a strong frequency. We entrain to the strongest and most consistent frequency in a room. Mm, Loudest, coherent, that's the word I'm going to go with. The most coherent, consistent, coherent frequency in a room, in a space, okay? So one of the most powerful things that you can do in this time is to create your coherency, a coherency that allows synapses to change their pathways, to change your mind, a coherency that allows for the parasympathetic nervous system, the relax, rest, and digest, digest, mental digestion, physical digestion, emotional digestion. It's incredibly essential. We have to digest what's happening. We have to be able to assimilate the nourishment and to eliminate the toxins or that we no longer need. And so you have the ability to shift massively the landscape that we're navigating collectively. And you do it anyway. And what I'm reminding you is that when you do that intentionally, it amplifies it. So this is my call. I'm calling you. I'm calling you. I'm calling you. 
Rise up, rise up, rise up. Rise up and take your place. Rise up, rise up, rise up. Rise up and take your place. We have been waiting. We have been waiting. We have been working. The time is now. And so you get to do the things and take the actions. And also, just want to honor, if it's taking everything in your being to find that coherency because there is a lot of information and vibration that we're getting bombarded by. This is what I'm talking about, like the different dimensions that we navigate in, you know. Nobody knows what right action is for you except you. No one. No one. No leadership, no relationship in your life. Your ability to hear yourself and get access to that information, that's, that is the work. You're here with me because you know that. You know that. And so I want to offer and invite you, if you're not connected, to like jump on my email list. One of the things that I do a lot in times like this and just kind of in general, I just, I'm just like popping in and dropping in um, resources, guided meditations and you know, skill reminder stuff just to remind us like, what do we do? What do I do? What do I do? I know what to do. But it's, you know, we, we support each other. We remind each other. So, um, yeah, so that's a thing. Coherency. Be the thing that people are in training to. And that's really important because if you're not the thing that your people are in training to, or like people, forget about people. Like you don't even need to be, that's the service part. But at least be, <laughs> if you're not even in training other people, like be, become conscious and diligent about what you're in training to. Are you in training to the panic and the lies and the systems of control and dominance? No. No more. Bless and release. In any ways that I have, ugh, bless and release. Okay? Are you doing what you can to be in coherency with yourself so that that which you just in your, so that you are that landscape? And this final piece here that feels like really radical to say, but I'm going to say it because we're here, we're like deep in it. You're like, I just, so this, this, it's these moments where I'm like, if you listened this far into this podcast, we're like, we're like, what? It's like, because we're like, really, you're we're like, really on a level together. So, so the thing that I want to talk about is that many of us, and I'll say for myself, I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. Like, we prayed for the birth waters, we prayed for the transformational fires we prayed for the shift like we prayed that people would wake up so that we could because consciousness is powerful and we can do something different and here we are and we're not like here we are and every single person is there but here we are in that momentum the birth waters the birth tides and for many of us we've been creating the vibrational field of birthing the new earth, birthing the new paradigm, birthing a new concept and a new understanding. We've been in that birth energy and we've been in it for years. We've been in that vibrational frequency, that container of shifting, 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 upheaval, 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 upheaval. We've been in that personally and professionally 
grinding, stirring, 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 learning, learning, healing, healing, forgiving, forgiving, begging, begging, softening, softening, strengthening, strengthening. We've been in that for years, creating that frequency. And now a lot of people have stepped inside that frequency. And so for some of us who are the visionary leaders of this, some of us, our job is now to hold and be with them. And many of us, we find ourselves in, in multiple roles, okay, at different times. And many of us are getting the same message right now, which is to step completely into joy. To step completely into pleasure. To step into the experience of the just and sane and gorgeous and generative and restored world in our being. I was walking with the wind the other day. I was walking and the wind was saying to me, mm, the wind was saying to us, the wind was saying to me, years ago, Sophia, you described what you dreamt for yourself and for the world and people couldn't fathom it being real. And it's real now. That's what's happening. That's what's happening right now. And so now, yet again, you get to imagine the impossible and know it's possible and cultivate and step into and live into that. So yes, vibrationally and also in action, in choice. And so I am here. So the wind said to me, like, are you willing to do that yet again, to speak and speak into and to believe in and to ask for the, the audacity of my prayers is a phrase that comes to me sometimes that I, I have, I have prayed ridiculous prayers, impossible. And I have been told over and over again to, to keep doing it. And I have watched miracle and miracle and prayer after prayer happen in my body and in the lives of those who I have walked with. And now, this. Where? This. And it's important because... It's part of the work. It's not either or. It's part of the work, which is to reckon with and to awaken to what has been and what is painful and damaging and to take responsibility and to engage in co-creative actions to make something be different and to imagine and to dream into and to vibrate into and to stand in the landscape of the impossible as it is completely possible. That's what we get to do. That's who we are. That's what we've always done. And so now, hmm, there's a lot of this like new earth, new paradigm, new kind of way, like energy, like birthing, healing, place that we're going, that we're wanting, that we're dreaming, that we're living. 
that for many of us had a Hmm. 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 A. Hmm. It's not going to look like we thought it would because the imagination that dreamed up what it looked like and felt like was the imagination that we had back then. And through this healing and this initiation and this restoration of our beings, we can dream even differently. As the foundations crumble and are exposed, then our roots drop deeper into a truer foundation and they pull up water that is purer and the memory is more vibrant and that which we dream forth is clearer and at the core shifted. And so some things that we imagined will be exactly like we saw it. And the big risk that I am asking you to take right now, that's not a risk, it's a guarantee. is to let even that dream landscape blow in the wind out of your hands and allow from your own breath and the wisdom of the wind to let what's available to come through now to come through. The vibrations, the frequency, the feelings, the sounds, the knowing, the taste. Here, now. Hmm. So then I, right? So I do that with myself right now. It's like I can feel that. My palms are open, surrendering out. I can feel this wave coming in through my back. And it is, it's just sound for me right now. (laughs) The word quadrangle, okay? Gathering, community, unity. New language, new words. Gathering. Peacefulness. Autonomy. These words are... hmm. Allow us to understand them or to redefine them in an even truer, deeper like vibrant, vivacious life way. As I hear these words that come out my mouth, I'm like, these are the words we've been using because these are the words, this is the language that we have and one of the reasons we get new language and we get to remember and reclaim other languages. 
so we can expand the way in which we process and dialogue about our reality. The complete unity and the dissolving of the illusion that what I'm about to say are two contrary things. And one is, as long as no one, as long as anyone is not free, no one is free. As long as anyone needs for freedom, we all need freedom. For all. That's how it is. That's just how it is. And at the same time, no one can set you free. No one can set you free but your own self. Those are not contrary. Those are simultaneous. Simultaneous. And so we do it in us and we do it as us. We always have, and that's what we're doing now. Dear medicine callers, oh my God, oh my goodness, oh my sacredness, oh my, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for all your work, for all the decades, for all your lifetimes. Thank you for all the medicine you have reclaimed, that you practice, that you keep to yourself, that you share and share and share in all the ways. Thank you. Mm. If you're needing extra support, even if you just want to talk for 20 minutes or kind of have a moment, just reach out to me. I'm having that moment right now of just being like, if you're, if you're really feeling what I'm saying right now, let's, let's connect because there's something, there's a, we- there's a weaving happening. It's a weaving happening. And if you just want to be part of that whole weaving happening, again, I'll say this, which is like, go check out the Patreon. And I'll say this, it says it on my Patreon page, but I want to say it here. So right now, the way that I have it set up is just really clear. You choose what level you can contribute on a monthly basis. That's it. And you're in. Once you're in, everybody's in. So you choose that for yourself. The tiers right now are not, they're not access level. It's just you want in, you want in. And if that lowest tier level is out of your pocketbook for the moment that's like not an option you just go ahead and reach out to me I don't want that to be a barrier to keep you outside of the the temple and the space and the work that we're doing and that we're sharing and the work that I'm sharing in that space so come check out the patreon if you want to be part of that that space over there I'd love to have you and um mm. Thank you. I mean, that's where I am, right? Th- and that's like, can you feel that? That's why I'm offering you my grat. I like my gratitude. I'm so humble. This work is unending, right? The like, there is no end, and yet completion is real. Things complete. There's this. There's this. Um, there's completion is real, and yet the beginnings and the endings. The we you know we continue, continue, continue. We continue. It continues. We continue. You continue. I continue. I think I'm going to throw in here a song that I recorded (coughs) at the end the other night. And I was just contemplating on, on on the weave of it all, this notion of 
this as I was sitting with this no one is free until we're all free and no one can set you free but yourself um so I'll leave you with that song and uh yeah love you and uh I'll catch you next time on Medicine Caller or I'll see you around No one, no one, not one of us, no one, no one is free till we're all free. No one, no one, not one of us, no one, not one of us is free until we're all free. No one. Not one of us, no one, not one of us is free until we're all free. No one, not one of us, no one, not one of us, no one, not one of us is free till we're all free. No one. No one outside you, no one, no one outside you, no one, no one outside you can set your soul free. No one, no one outside you, no one, no one outside you, no one. No one outside you can set you free. No one, not one of us, no one, not one of us, no one, not one of us, no one, no one. I am. I am this cosmos, I am this cosmos, I am this cosmos, birthing reality, birthing reality, birthing reality, I am reflecting I am but a mirror, I am reflecting, I am reflection of the cosmos. No one, not one of us, no one, not one of us, no one, not one of us is free till we're all free. No one. Not one of us, no one, not one of us, no one, not one of us is free till we're all free, till we're all free, get free, come darling, get free, love yourself free. Love those lies free, let it all dissolve in me. Let me perpetuate. 
Let me perpetuate. Let me perpetuate free just love. Justice, love, kindness, truth, peace, truth, please let it be. I want a world free. Help me let it be. Help me make it be. Help me make it be. Make me. Make me. Make me. gorgeous one. Thank you. I want to take a moment in closing. I have a few things. First, take a breath. (sighs) Second, I want to remind you that this in itself can be transmission and medicine. So take care of yourself right now. If this is medicine for you, I have a few invitations. One is hit that subscribe button. Leave me a rate and review. It's very, very helpful. In addition, I would love to stay connected with you. Come over to my website, sophiawiseone.com, or find me on Instagram, at sophiawiseone, and get connected. And if this is feeding you, I encourage you to join the virtual temple that is up and gorgeous and happening. And that is my Patreon. And I'm inviting you to join us there. If this episode or another episode fed you and was just what you need, consider sending it and sharing it with a friend. Thank you. Thank you for all your support. Thank you for all your work, all your medicine. I know deep in my being, you are weaving with me. Thank you. Thank you. We are in this together.